Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Sip With Me. I'm your host, Ioana Kekados. And I'm your host, Aaron Carlson. We'll release an episode for you every Monday morning, which means you can listen to us during your commute, after work workout, or even enjoy a drink with us during your very own Monday night happy hour. And who doesn't like to have a little fun on a Monday night? Don't forget to subscribe, review, and share our show. And be sure to follow us on Instagram and TikTok at sipwithme underscore for the latest episode updates, news, and all of our favorite cocktail creations. For this week's cocktail, we are so excited to feature Olivia, also known as Sips with Liv on Instagram, who shared with us more about her event bartending service and her favorite cocktail creation, the Caipirinha. Take it away, Olivia. Hello and happy Monday. My name is Olivia. I am the CEO and lead mixologist for Sips with Liv. Sips with Liv is a bartending, staffing, and concierge service. Check me out on Instagram and Facebook at Sips with Liv. After 10 years of bartending and hospitality experience all over Boston, I decided to create my own event bartending service. Sips with Liv creates specialty cocktail creations and bar setup for events ranging anywhere from two to 200 individuals. One of my favorite cocktails to make is the Caipirinha. The Caipirinha is the national cocktail of Brazil and sipping on it always transforms me to the tropics. This cocktail is super simple to make and you can usually make it with stuff you already have at home. You want to muddle half a lime with two teaspoons of white or brown sugar, then top it with crushed ice and then add two ounces of cachaça. Cachaça is a white rum distilled from sugarcane originated out of Brazil. It's strong. It's like a 151, so be careful. <laughs> the great thing about this cocktail, it's super simple to make, but you can add your flair to it anyway. I usually like to add maybe fresh mango or passion fruit to give it that extra tropical taste. If you don't have cachaça, feel free to use any white or dark rum of your choice. And if rum is not your thing at all, this drink is just as delicious with your favorite vodka or guanco tequila. After adding your favorite spirit, shake hard and dump into a highball glass. Feel free to garnish it with a fun straw or an umbrella to give it that extra beachy feel. For step-by-step instructions and to see how I make this cocktail, check out my reels on my Instagram at sipswithlips. And please drop a follow or a like while you're there. Thank you, everyone. I hope you would love this cocktail as much as I do. Cheers. So grab your cocktail and let's list that million-dollar mansion of yours on the market with Selling Sunset's hottest realtor, Mary Fitzgerald. Welcome back to the episode. If you have ever made it far enough into one of our episodes to get to our headlines section, then you know that the housing market right now is hot, hot, and yes, again, I said it, it is very hot. And you could correlate that to one of many things, supply and demand, the pandemic rush to the countryside, or even low interest rates. But Iwana and I like to say that the sun rose on the housing market when Netflix's hottest show, Selling Sunset, debuted in 2019. And the leading boss lady at the center of the magic that is the Oppenheim Group, VP and our fave realtor, Mary Fitzgerald, is joining us today to discuss the show, her career, and her truly infectious, genuine personality. Mary, welcome to welcome. Sip With Me. Thank you for having me. So... 
let's jump in with just a little bit about who you are. People know you from the show. People have been following you. Um, you're one of people's favorites because you are truly very genuine. You're authentic. And that comes through um, definitely when we're watching. But just tell people a little bit about yourself and kind of how you got into the world of real estate. Well, I'm, I grew up in Indiana. Um, so kind of Midwest girl. Um, I had my son when I was very, very young. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, I think that kind of it's definitely impacted who I am now because I'm, I just work very hard. I have a very strong work ethic, I think because I never had a choice Yeah. <laughs> yeah since yeah. I was 16, you know, I mean, to survive for my son and I, I mean, I had to really hustle. So, yeah. um, and I think that's kind of my personality anyway, but, uh, and then after college, I moved out to LA um, I went to college for radiology and at that time there was like a shortage. And so they were giving sign on bonuses to everybody. So I huh. thought I could just move on out to LA and, and <laughs> figure out which part I liked um, and wanted to be. And so that's kind of what I did, except there were no, there were no jobs available in, in LA at that time because uh -huh. something happened with one of the hospitals and, mm -hmm. and, uh, Somehow it just made it where all those hospital workers at that location were out trying to, you know, go to the other locations. And so yeah. there was nothing. Um, I was shocked, but I had already mm, moved. And so, I see. Yeah. A friend of a friend um, had a mortgage brokerage. So I started working there for a little bit. I was a loan processor. And then, you know, in LA, there's so many different parts of, and, and every place has a different vibe. Yes. So when I would go apartment hunting, um, I would just, I would, I fell in love with it. I, every time I go to a new area, I'm like, oh, this is cool. Oh, this is <laughs> That's cool. so this accurate. Architecture. Everything is so <laughs> different. And, and I was an idiot and I moved like every year just so I could do this. <laughs> I was like, oh my yes, somebody's showing up. I can I get to go look at apartments now. And and then finally after doing this for like too long, I was like, why am I doing this? Why don't I get my license and do it for other people where I can stay put and and I can do something I love. Every day's different. I get to meet people and mm -hmm. and see incredible homes and not just like two bedroom apartments. <laughs> Yes. So, uh, that is I a thought, vibe. Yeah. That is a yeah. vibe. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it was the best decision I ever made. And you went to? Did you go to Ball State in Indiana? Okay, we're from Chicago, yeah. so mad oh. respect for the the Midwest experience. Yes. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, I say Midwestern uh, people are good. I think I love that I moved out to LA. Um, yes. Because there's so much more opportunity, but uh -huh. I think the morals and the values that you get by growing up someplace like that is just it's different. Yes, yes, you get it. Yes, dip, <laughs> dip your toes in the Midwest, but then go somewhere warm. Yes, and somewhere exactly. where there's fun stuff. <laughs> and no snow. Uh, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so then how did Selling Sunset come to be? And how did you get involved in, in the show and ultimately in, in the Oppenheim group? Oh, so I started in real estate in the South Bay, like um, Palos Verdes, Hermosa Beach, Manhattan Beach, stuff like that. When I moved... Um, I moved to London and New York. Um, briefly. Oh, yeah, yeah, I read that. Yeah, and then so, and then Amanda and I have been best friends for 20 years plus. Um, and she had introduced me to Brett and Jason many years ago, many, many years ago, probably 
close to 15. Wow. Um, and, and, but you know, I was out in the beach, in the beach areas and, and raising my son. So I wasn't hanging out with everybody all the time here, um, mm-hmm. in like West Hollywood, which is where everybody else was. Um, but when I came back, I, um, I don't know if you want this much detail, but Manzo was dating Tay Diggs at the time. And they, <laughs> no. yeah, well, yeah. so they, they dated for like four years. Um, oh my God. And he became a really good friend. And, um, and he flew me out. It was my birthday and they were in LA and I was in New York. So he flew me out to LA to spend my birthday with Amanda. Um, Amanda calls me up and says, Hey, let's, let's uh, go um, with Jason. Remember Jason? Let's go to dinner with him. Well, he and I hit it off. Um, and I moved from New York. We lived together and that's the whole yes and then um and then i decided to get my to renew my license um because you know i'd been away for a couple of years so i renewed my real estate license and started working for him after we broke up so you kind of touched on the experience of being on selling sunset um but obviously with the last couple of years with the pandemic um that's obviously um, made a huge impact not only on the real estate industry but filming during the pandemic Kind of share with us what that experience has been like both on on both ends um well as far as the the housing market yeah there's like so so many factors have gone into that but the the show itself has changed has changed our lives i mean we yeah. still feel on a daily basis because we're just with each other and we're always mm-hmm. it's like before but are we it's opened up so many opportunities from um, worldwide. I've got multiple clients from London and, and one in Greece and, and stuff like that, like where everybody gets to see it. And, and it's really exploded where, you know, people see LA and they see the houses here and, and whether it's to move or for a vacation home or just investment properties. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. They see, they see what, what's possible here. And, and it's, it's appealing to a lot of people. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so yeah, it's, it's been interesting. And then the housing market itself, I mean, I, selling Sunset doesn't really have anything to do with that, I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. I mean, if we're that guy, it's terrible, nothing but it. But no, I don't think that that has a lot to do with it, but it's, it's um, a lot of us have many more clients now that like that everything is on fire. I think interest mm-hmm. rates and a stock market going up, people have money. Um, yeah. Everyone was contained to their home. So, and their kids are homeschooled and they're working from home. So they need more space. They need a yeah. home office. They want something with a backyard. So their kids can, can go out and play or they can just be outside yeah. and, and swim in their pool and, and have some sort of normalcy. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, I think those things really impacted it. And then, and then now, the housing market's just, I mean, it's going up. Land values are going up. So people are selling because they're like, God, now I can make this yeah. much money on it. So <laughs> now I can afford another one. Yeah. It's kind of a snowball effect. Um, yeah. I mean, there's, it's, things are, aren't quite as crazy right now as it was last summer. But, mm-hmm. um, but it is starting to pick up a lot because um, after the holidays, it always yeah. slows down a little bit um, mm-hmm. in between November and uh, January. And you, uh, season four aired what in, was it November? It wasn't that long ago, it feels like. And now season, 
season five just wrapped filming. Yeah. Um, what is the, the process of filming a season like? I mean, that to me, I don't know the TV industry that well, but that yeah. seems like fast. Um, so just like, what's the process of filming and like how woven is it into just like your normal daily operations at the group? Um, I guess what, what they normally do is, um, is get our, our work schedule basically, um, at, for like on a weekly basis. And, and they try to try to figure, okay, what do you guys have coming up? What do you have going on this week? And so they can, they can decide which ones they want to film. Um, and, and, um, what the schedule, like if, one of us has something Wednesday, next one's they know how to juggle so mm -hmm. that the cameraman and, and producers can all be there to, to show it. Um, in the office, they, they film in the office a lot. Um, there's, there's probably three, four times as much that we filmed that's never aired. Um, Whoa. Yeah, they did, they film a lot. Um, wow. And so, but it's normal, we're just kind of doing our own things. I think the only thing that, that kind of changes a little bit is, is when we wouldn't normally talk about stuff so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like I, I don't talk about stuff normally. Like when it comes to Christine and, and stuff, I mean, I would just be like, whatever. Yeah. And that's it. Like I would never just like normally talk about stuff. They're like, but listen, no, the viewers aren't in your head. Yeah. And, and they're not like, so you have to actually like, this is what's going on. I mean, you have to express what's happening. So like sometimes like when we'll go sit down and and talk about something they're like oh since you guys are here why don't you go ahead and talk about this too uh -huh, and like, yeah <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> but um but that's it. that's really the only thing otherwise they just kind of follow along with our lives mm -hmm. cool yeah it's so interesting to hear like the behind the scenes of it and then actually <laughs> watching it um so i'm interested and so is aaron i'm getting married this summer um and aaron is getting married thank you next year um, so we're like in the middle of wedding planning. He's also my man of honor. Um, your wedding was absolutely gorgeous. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, so do you have any advice or tips for any brides um, getting <laughs> married? I need all the advice. That's why I'm asking. Yeah, um, I would say do what's right for you. Don't let people um, like your family members or friends like sway you to to do what makes them happy at at the end of it, you can never make everybody happy. Um, mm -hmm. This is your day and this is about you and your partner and what you guys want. And it's a celebration of your love. And so, I mean, everybody else is there because they love you. So just try to hold on to that and that they don't control it. They, they're there because they love you, it's not about them. But then, but because otherwise you'll, you'll drive yourself crazy because everybody wants, oh, well, no, but I need this. I need this. I need this. And, and it becomes this craziness. Mm -hmm. that, um, and we went through that, like when it, with Davina and a couple other people, we kept like, we kept uh, taking our guest list down and making brutal decisions. Like I was, I was, like, <laughs> I was so happy. And I was like, I was, I almost had another breakdown. I think with, the, I mean, five weeks to go and our, second venue failed or like uh, and yeah. i was just like oh oh my god and then there's like fighting about who's in my yeah, yeah. Not, yeah. Not it's so okay. much it's yeah <laughs> yeah so one of my friends actually she's the one that told me that she's like listen like if people truly love you and they really are close to you they will understand if you don't invite them or if you can't if you have like this number and they will understand uh, if they're if they are 
that good person. And so, but just in general, um, I think, I think just do what's right for you. I love mm. that. I need to take yes. that advice. I have, yes. <laughs> we're both Greek and I'm getting married in Greece and we have like 500 family members. So saying no is like the hardest yeah and and so this is something like where if you just come up with a rule then it's not like yeah that's um it's towards us, like i'm yeah. sorry on both sides this is what it is like if we haven't like talked to you if we haven't like engaged in like the last six months if we oh, haven't like that. A yeah. point to like get huh. talk, uh, to call each other uh co meet up something like that if if it's been more than six months i'm sorry but we're doing this across where I, I didn't even invite my aunts and uncles like, yeah. Oh my God. That's where it gets big. Like, yeah. yeah. Because I was like, yeah. well, I mean, I love them, but uh -huh. yes. It, yeah. It'd be huge. But it's the, in that way it takes like the, um, the, where it's not directly towards them. It's yeah. just like, yeah. we're being super strict or, I mean, you have to, you have to draw yeah. the line somewhere. I'm going to use like that, that now. That's yeah. Helpful. We're going to make, we're going to make a formula. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, our last formal question for you. Um, obviously, again, you've had a couple really big years. 2021 was huge for you. Yeah. We know season five is coming up. What can we expect from you in 2022 and any projects or plans that you want to shout out? Yeah, so um, I'm, I'm just still working really hard in real estate. Romaine and I are going to, um, we're going to start our flip project um, nice. this year. Um, he's taking me to Hawaii, uh, on Valentine's oh, Day, so I, I, I've never been. And so that's, a, we're, we're making a, a pack to travel more and to Good. just take time out for us because we're both so busy and we both are workaholics. And we, yeah. both, if we just do a staycation, like, like two, like one, like two days, like oh, in Santa Barbara or something, it, where it's mm -hmm. just focused on each other. It is. Yes. It's a lot of difference. Um, so we're priority, uh, prioritizing each other, um, this year, like doing that Good. and, um, what else? Oh, yes, we do have a couple of projects. Um, we are working with, um, with Bernard sunglasses that was, uh, it, they came out and, and they're really big in the sixties. Like, uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, JFK. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was, it was like the big luxury brand and they're, um, doing like this whole, like a uh, revamp. Of, of it and so oh. Romaine and I are on board Stop. And oh my god oh, I'm living for that of, uh, of the company yeah awesome. and, so about that. and then we have another another thing we're working on but I can't say what it is yet awesome uh, I love you two together you guys are like <laughs> uh the couple goals of the century thank you I know no one thought it would it would last everybody I everybody would give us so like no, you, you him, both. him actually, where they thought he was like a gold digger and he's too young for me. What am I thinking? And we're like, no. we're blissfully happy. I don't know. Well, that's <laughs> yeah. the thing. Like, I, like mm -hmm. Iwan and I are both in like yeah. long-term, like just real relationships. I, even on like camera on a show that is produced, I can tell yeah. based off of your interactions and your energy, you can, you can feel it through the camera if you've experienced oh. it before. So Thank very happy, you. very happy. Thank you so much. All right, so we end every episode with a round of rapid fire. So we have six or seven questions to ask, and we just want your first gut instinct answer. Okay. Okay, Iwana, okay. you want to go first? Yes. So what is the favorite house you've sold? Doheny, where I got married. Yeah. Yes. Oh, good that one. was amazing, by the way. <laughs> I, I was Love so that. I saw that scene. <laughs> I was like, wow. It's not the biggest one, but it's my favorite. Yeah. Yes, amazing. 
Um, one thing that people don't know about you. Um, I'm kind of a tomboy. Mm. <laughs> I'm like, I walk around barefoot all the time. I, I was raised in Indiana and I, <laughs> I, I, I was like a total tomboy and I still have that. I still have that in me. Yes. yes. Who is your Oppenheim bestie? Oh, that's tough. Um, <laughs> Jason and Amanda are both like, but I, Chriselle, Heather, I, I love them all. <laughs> I don't know, but Amanda, I'll say Amanda and, and Jason, they, they split. Cool. I feel that. Um, favorite part of working at the Oppenheim group? I get to hang out with all my friends every day. Ooh, yes. yes. Solid. <laughs> what is your favorite workout? The mirror. The mirror app. <gasps> oh, oh yeah. uh, okay. Yeah, I'm not heard- big on working out. And so that one, um, that one I can fit in like in between. They've got like the different um, uh-huh. times. And so there's really not much of an excuse because I have to walk by my bedroom, by the gym to, <laughs> to, um, to leave or to the kitchen. So I'm like, mm. uh, maybe I should go do that. <laughs> yeah, I love the mirror. Awesome. Um, okay, my last question. Um, do you have a favorite cocktail or drink? Uh, we are a cocktail hour themed podcast. So what is your go-to beverage of choice? Uh, super, super spicy mezcal margarita. Mm, yes. yes. Okay. Yes. It's like yeah. really cold here today. So yeah. that would help. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so my last question, um, we always like to ask our guests, um, if they recommend or do they have someone they think we should feature on the podcast next? Oh, um, like from our show? From anyone. Anyone. Yeah. It could be anyone. Our vibe is cocktail hour and our themed <laughs> color is pink, if that helps. Um, I don't know. Um, I have no idea. I'll, I'll go with, well, you'll have a fun with Amanda if it's cocktail hour. <laughs> <laughs> She'll be drunk by the time that thing gets done. <laughs> She's like, come on, are we going to sip? Are we? <laughs> yes. she, she's hilarious. Um, she would be a lot of fun. Um, oh my god yeah she'll crack you up for sure i love it oh my god all right well mary that is it thank you so very much for coming on we are we're truly excited for um not only that your career has blown up that you are so followed and loved by so many people but also all of the exciting things that you have coming up so thank you again for coming on and happy new year stay healthy and say how to remain for us I will. Thank you guys so much. This is your weekly sip with Aaron Carlson and Iowana Kekados. Pouring a glass of the week's hottest news, here are your top headlines. In food news this week, McDonald's announced that they have hacked the hacked menu and will be releasing an official version starting this week. Items such as the hash brown McMuffin and the crunchy double will be available to order on app and in stores. Though, Iwana, I'm disappointed with this. You won't be able to get the Wild Sin, which is assembled themselves. You will get these sandwiches sold separately, and you will have to assemble and build them yourself. Very interesting. Yeah. Well, sticking with food news, according to multiple reports, the Taco Bell fan favorite Mexican pizza is set to return to menus at the fast food restaurant this spring. 
According to Restaurant Business Magazine, Taco Bell debuted the Mexican pizza in 1988, and in September of 2020, Taco Bell announced it would discontinue the Mexican pizza as part of a revamped menu. Since Mexican pizza disappeared from Taco Bell menus, more than 170,000 fans have signed a petition calling for Taco Bell to bring it back. At this time, Taco Bell has not confirmed or denied the rumors. And I think a hash brown McMuffin Mexican pizza collab is probably going to be on the docket for some time in 2022. Turning to housing news to match this week's guest, Redfin released a report on inflation and its relationship to interstate migration in the housing market. The report showed that while year-over-year consumer price inflation rose on average about 7%, higher than the average annual target of 2%, it was highest in cities where migration during 2021 was greatest, such as the southern cities of Atlanta, Phoenix, and Tampa, Florida. The report also showed that the consumer and fuel price inflation was lower in the already expensive markets like New York and Chicago. And dozens of new emojis will be at your fingertips with Apple's latest update, and they feature everything from beans and a disco ball to lip biting and, in peak pandemic fashion, a brave face holding back tears. Emojipedia published a first look Thursday at the new emojis coming to iOS 15.4. The 37 new additions were approved in September. They have already arrived for developers as part of the iOS 15.4 beta, but they're likely to roll out to everyone else in March or April. And still waiting for that sip with me logo emoji on Apple. I don't know where they are on that, but hopefully that's also on the docket for 2022. Those are your headlines for the week. Be sure to tune in next week for the news that you need to know now. Thanks for listening to Sip With Me with Ioana and Aaron. If you like our show and want to know more, check out our website, sipwithme.org. There you can find our themed cocktail book as well as other exciting Sip With Me content. And if you love our podcast, don't forget to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and follow us on social at sipwithme underscore. Join us next week for one of Paul Hollywood and Mary Berry's favorites, great American baking show winner, Valerie Lomas. 